To all my K-drama lovers out there, welcome to the K-Drama Cafe podcast. If there is anyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining me here at the K-Drama Cafe podcast. I'm your host, Sarai, and if this is your first time here, welcome, 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 welcome. All are welcome here, fangirls, fanboys, anime lovers, K-Drama lovers, K-pop lovers. You guys are all welcome here, and thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this is not your first time here, welcome back. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me once again to hear my thoughts and takes on all things Korean dramas. And thank you guys so much if you've been uh, listening to my previous episodes and for being patient with me. It's been a while. It's been a good while since I've dropped an episode. Unfortunately, life happens. Health stuff happens. I won't um, get too personal here, but I really appreciate for anyone that's been sticking around. Thank you guys so, so much. So welcome or welcome back if you guys are following me on any of my social media platforms thank you guys so 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 much it is i think 390 right now 390 something and i just i just i i appreciate it anyone out there who's not following me but is liking my content i still appreciate you for liking anything that i post it's just been so much fun and anyone who's following me on instagram thank you guys so much please stick around there's more to come on all things korean dramas and um some anime so stick around if you follow me on anything else i do have a tiktok which is i don't post much (laughs) i'm still learning how to work that things out there but i do have one if you guys want to follow there if not that's okay i mostly interact on instagram so if you want to reach out if you want to recommend anything if you want to chit chat on any of my episodes feel free comment on my post respond to my um stories or even dm me i almost always respond so much fun talking to you guys um and so much fun for you guys out there who actually respond back to me it's just we're all fangirling we're all fanboying we we're just having fun out here so thank you guys and feel free to reach out on um, instagram uh and i think that's it yeah i do have (laughs) i do have a twitter but (laughs) unless you want to unless you want to refrain from experiencing secondhand embarrassment you don't have to follow me there it's kdrama cafe underscore p tiktok is kdrama cafe underscore podcast instagram is kdrama cafe under wait hold on kdrama cafe underscore podcast but on twitter i started to i started it so i can um, promote the podcast but honestly slowly somehow it slowly started to become a fan account for alchemy of souls lee J. wook and rawoon and it's a thing so pretty much i just literally lurk on there like the stuff that people come out with any updates it's pretty much what i'm doing so far on twitter so if you guys are interested in that go right ahead but otherwise don't even don't even worry about it don't like i said if you don't want to deal with secondhand embarrassment because <laughs> uh, yeah i'm a fangirl <laughs> and uh, anyways uh, yeah but anyways feel free like i said feel free to reach out on instagram um it's always fun anyways but all right guys let's get into today's episode and i'm so excited to start off this uh new well season two already started but 
start off this new segment again um with this episode it's gonna be all on the glory okay and i'm so excited because this is a show that i honestly wasn't really planning to watch at all the only reason why i'm watching and the only reason why i watched it because i completed it is because and i'm gonna be completely honest um is because of the hype (laughs) is because of the hype and because some of my uh, favorite K-drama podcasters watched it and liked it, and I was like, "Ooh, I gotta see what's all the ri- what's 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 up, what's up." Like, I gotta see why are people liking it. Like, different people who have different preferences liked it, if that makes sense. So, from people from different um, who like different things of like this this drama together so i thought it was really interesting and so that's why i was like i'm curious i'm gonna check it out so i binge watched it (laughs) so when part two came out i just completely binge watched on a weekend that i was think was it when i got sick i i know i got sick quite a couple of times so another reason why i you know have been absent but yes there's a time where i was home and I completely binge watched The Glory. It was just too perfect. I was able to just sit and enjoy everything, okay? But um, yeah, so I I hopped on that bandwagon and I'll tell you guys today how I felt about it, what I thought about it, my first impressions, um, yeah, and what my 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 thoughts and takes on this. So stick around. <laughs> stick around. But before I get into it, I gotta start off with the great question have you been caffeinated today because i need it and i have a coffee with me and i just want to know what you guys are drinking while you're listening to this podcast to this episode let me know okay i um so listen okay i'm not a crazy person that will go an hour away just to just to get a specific coffee from a specific coffee shop that's not me okay i'm not psycho like i would not just drive down all the way to um a certain area where there's only they only have this coffee shop there and they have a specific coffee that i absolutely love like why would i oh it's good stuff why would I do that? I I am an adult. Why why why? Okay, yeah, I, I did that. I did I I did I did do that. <laughs> um so yeah, I'm crazy. Okay, okay, here here's the thing. I today I okay, it's been a while since I've actually done something for myself and actually had some me time. So today I actually drove a good minute away. <laughs> um but i made a day of it okay i went to where i used to live i used to live in orange county i i live in uh, the socal area used to live in orange county moved back home um but anyways i i drove out there and i did some shopping i you know did like which yeah i know i could do shopping here but there's like this um if you guys know the um oc area there's this huge out mall outdoor mall can't talk this huge outdoor mall called uh the irvine the spectrum irvine irvine spectrum something like that and yeah whenever i want to just go like really really ham on shopping i go there 
it's pretty cool it's um it's outdoors it's so much fun during christmas time oh my gosh um and anyways in that shopping mall there's a specific coffee shop called black dot coffee and i've talked about this shop in my previous episodes before okay it's blk dot coffee and they have the best vietnamese iced coffee that i've ever tasted in my life now if you guys ever tried it and you feel like i am wrong let me know let me know what can top this vietnamese coffee let me know because it is so dang bomb now is the shopping and visiting the mall visiting the beach an excuse to go to the shop maybe i don't know i don't know maybe <laughs> but either way i do make it a whole day of it and the last stop is a stop because i want to keep this while i come home okay and it's fresh still has the ice still oh, so good um yeah so that's the last thing so i go through the entire mall all the way through and then i come back and i stop at black dog coffee and here i am with you guys today about to talk about the glory do some chit chat with my with my vietnamese sized coffee anyways i think i'm ready let's do it you guys ready okay <laughs> all right let's get to it all right the glory okay to start off you guys i just want to share with you and just be completely honest with you okay i wasn't planning to watch this show i didn't really have it in my watch list not until much later after it came out till everyone watched it yes i was fake I, I was fake coming out i i want to say i wish i could say like oh yeah i was on my watch this the moment that i saw that title no i didn't i pretty much <laughs> jumped on that baton wagon with everyone else and it was mostly because i saw um yeah i saw a lot of instagram posts and how people are really liking it i think what was really curious or was really what was making me what was making me curious about the show was that different people who had different taste were all liking it if that makes sense and so i was like oh that is interesting because this person doesn't like the wait hold on this person also likes Ooh, interesting so i was very curious about this show um once <laughs> once it came out and then i was like okay um so also well okay so then i was like let me see what other people are saying so i jumped on spotify and i looked up my faves the people i trust opinion on the show and and yeah i had heard what they had to say and i was like okay fine i'll check it out if that person liked it then fine i'll check it i'll check it out the reason why is because i kind of went so first of all i wasn't planning on watching it i knew all i knew about it was that it had to do with revenge and don't get me wrong i love a good revenge story um the only thing about revenge stories is that the ones that i feel i realize now that i'm older and i'm not saying i haven't watched this type of revenge story but uh, um now that i'm older i just feel like i'm not it's just not my cup of tea are the ones that have to do with marriage and cheating and like you know, like, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's because I'm, like, a child of divorce. I don't know what it is. I just, it's just, it just reminds me of a telenovela. And I'm not trying to trump down telenovelas, okay? Because I grew up watching those. 
but I just it just it's not for me that theme at least so i i don't know why i don't know why i'm sorry you guys if you guys want to judge me on this i i yeah that's that's fine i totally agree because i was like why did i think that was the type of this type of show i didn't even know anything about it and i automatically automatically thought it was that it was about that i should have just done my research instead of just like and next you know anyways (laughs) anyways so then when i found out you know like um i listen to the reviews of people that you know have the same taste as me or people that i trust regarding k-dramas um i was like okay i'll give it a shot so i just researched a little bit not too much so i can organically watch this show but i just researched a tiny bit of what it was about and yeah it's about school bullying and even that kind of i kind of was like ooh, do i really want to watch this okay there are two reasons why i was kind of um hesitating one was the school violence i didn't know at the time i was like can i handle this i mean for crying out loud i watched vincenzo which is not the goriest that i've watched i watched i watched even gorier things but it's just really hard for me to watch when it's like young younger the younger population i don't know it's just really hard for me not that it should be normal for other things okay i'm just making it too complicated i'm sorry i'm sorry forgive me if i said anything offensive I'm sorry. okay well when i heard it was about school violence i was like oh do i you know am i in the mood for that um and then another thing was the fact that it was a revenge story so this story that you know i just pretty much briefly read was about a girl who experienced severe school violence severe school bullying and neglect from her family and she dedicates after that she dedicates 20 years of her life just to execute her revenge and so honestly that sounds like a really good plot. <laughs> uh but i was like Ooh, i don't know if that's gonna convince me I don't know if it's going to commit to me because I feel like it works when it's not that far apart. You know, in like, I guess in the fictional sense, like when the years, maybe it's like five years down the road or something like that. But when it's 20 years, I'm like, hmm, is it going to convince me? And I don't mean like not there's people out there who won't do this or I'm, I'm just what I'm saying is. Is the writer going to convince me that this person really, like, like it pretty much was she going to convince me that, yes, I, yes, I personally and by choice have dedicated, have sacrificed 20 years of 18 years of my life just to break down these people. Instead of bettering, you know, looking for opportunity for a better life and move on and you know find justice to where i am the one who you know open doors or whatever um no i'm going to bring these specific people down they have to be stopped so i was like okay is she gonna convince me (laughs) and i don't mean the actor i don't mean anything i just mean is the writing gonna convince me you know and i'm just gonna tell you guys right now yes (laughs) yeah but yeah i was pretty much concerned about that because you know sometimes 
when it comes to this topic first of all it's a very sensitive topic because you know a lot of obviously like it it really is serious with what kids go through um it was serious back then when i was in high school middle school even elementary school and it's serious today like people yeah like kids do go through it and here's the thing i haven't obviously haven't seen anyone do this in real life but what i've seen in real life is you know they move on and one thing is they fall into the wrong crowd and you know they you know things happen and it they don't get they don't move on you know mentally and then there's people that do move on and they become successful and they forget about it but um where it shows up is yeah in their adult years and the way they socialize and the way you're the, the triggers and anxiety and depression whatever it shows up somehow so that's pretty much what i've seen in real life when you know with people that have gone through something like that so i was like okay that's what i associate an adult that has gone through something like that you know, I know there's special cases, obviously, but at least in my life. So I was like, okay, how are they going to play this out? You know, I was like, it could go either way. It could be really good, like really good, or it could be too cheesy. <laughs> you know, like too like, mm, I, I do not believe that at all. But whatever, I gave it a shot. And yeah, guys, here is my first impression. Okay. My first impression right off the bat is definitely very bingeable. Um, I was worried that the... No, no. no. Yeah, the, the disclaimer... Well, first of all, disclaimer, spoiler alert. But disclaimer on this show, definitely it's not for the faint of heart. And not just... Not just in, you know, the school violence and different areas and sexual harassment and abuse and all that stuff it's just not especially for those who have gone through it and it might be triggering definitely not for the faint of heart and just you know a disclaimer on on that if you guys haven't watched it yet um but overall so far when i first watched it i was like okay i like i like what i was watching um visually is really good it's very grayed out um yeah, very grayed out in a good way just like the way i really like i always say this term i always say like oh i like the filter i don't think that's the right term <laughs> but i hope you guys know what i mean but yeah i really liked the cinematography on this i think it was just perfect for this type of story the way i don't know i i don't know any terms okay i'm just a regular person that's just an overanalyzing because i don't know what i'm talking about but yeah either way you guys right off the bat i really enjoyed visually what i was watching um it does get a little you know gruesome but you know like i said it's if you guys can take it go ahead and watch it if if you can't skip those parts or i don't know just yeah but either way um yeah it was definitely like okay like the way they said okay so what i besides the visuals besides the um the way that they were besides the visuals and besides like the way that they were lining up the story what really worked for me was the young kids i think the young kids the young actors 
the young versions of the main characters, the villains, and the villains, the bullies, and um, Miss Miss Dangung herself. I think it was just. I think I really liked how. Yeah, it, they really set up the scene for you, because I feel like if I don't know, I don't know, I. I really liked those actors and actresses. They did really, really well, especially the female actresses. Like the one who played um, Sera, which is like the artist, if you guys don't know, and the one who played um, the main villain, the main girl, the main bully. Um, yeah, man, they they definitely are scene stealers. But the main girl, the girl, I think my favorite has to be the girl who plays. Young Dangun, um, Song Heikyo's uh, younger version of her character. I really, I think I stick around for her. And I don't know how you, if you guys watch it, let me know how you guys felt about those characters. But I think, here's the thing, here's the symbolism, the metaphoricalism of, of my take. Okay, I know we're talking about my first impressions, but... Because I got to know her first. I mean, when you first watch the show, you're you're introduced to her as an adult, but then you go right into how it all started, which is fine. Um, it's fine. But because you were introduced to her, I just felt like I was following her story. I don't know if it was said in the drama. I think it was. I think she did say. I think she said she said it at the end when um I think her birthday passed and she's like, we finally turned 19 or something like that. And it feels that way. Like, like she's stuck in time. Like, obviously she gets older, she grows up and, and whatever. She moves on from high school. But I feel like I'm on the journey for that girl. I know, I know. Why do I get so sappy? Why, why do I get so sappy? I think, yeah, that's, yeah, guys. Like, I, I think they did it really well. I think that actress did really well in winning my heart, really. You know, she... Yeah, I don't know. I think the writing was really good in that part and how they introduced her um, and how they... Little by little, they introduced... I think it was brilliant how later on... My girl... Uh, Kang Hyung-nam, played by Yoon Hae-ran. Yeah, when she said... I think it was her. Yeah, I think it was her. When she said, how would like to know who you were before before the bullying what kind of girl you were and they showed like a little scene of her on top of the roof drying out her clothes that she hung up and her shoes that she washed with her little notepad and just like just this girl she wanted to be a her dream was to become an architect and so you see her like drawing like architecture and like just just so bright so bright so you get to see her and so they did a really good job in being like oh yeah let's get in let's avenge this girl right now so i feel like old dong sorry dong un did everything for young dong un if that makes sense. And that act that character is played by Jung Ji So. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else, but oh I loved her. She did so 
so well she blew my socks off i don't know if that's a phrase but yeah she did so well um just so you guys can have an idea the young the youngins are played by jung ji so who plays moon dong un and shin yeon who plays park yin jin as a teen and then jae jun is played by song byung gun lisa is played by bae gong hee and if you guys don't know who that is she came out as um dohua which was jong uk's mother um from alchemy of souls if anyone cares <laughs> and then um Cho- uh, hyo jung was played by song ji woo okay and then the older people obviously song hae kyo is um song hae kyo plays moon dong un lee the beautiful beautiful lee do hyun plays ye jung ju ye jung um and then lee ji yun plays park yin jin the famous park yin jin our our favorite yum Heiran plays kang hyun nam park sun hoon plays jun jae jun as an adult jung sung il another beauty um plays ha do young um kim hyora plays lee or lee sara sara yeah and cha ju young plays choi hyo jung and kim gun will play son myung myung oh um <clears throat> yeah so those are the the main the main characters and honestly i really wanted to make it brief today i just really want to talk about my thoughts and takes not really do a recap so apologize if you guys are here for a recap i'm not gonna do a recap i'm just gonna talk about um so if you guys haven't seen it go watch it and come back <laughs> um but yeah guys okay so like i said my first impressions i thought you know what visually it definitely is drew me in oh my gosh you know what it, what you know why i like this show it reminded me of um okay i'm it okay and one thing about me is that i'm a huge batman fan i know this is so random but stick with me okay <laughs> i am a huge 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 batman fan i pretty much watched everything that has to do with batman even the cartoons from when i was a little girl blah blah, blah. um so yeah so i watched every almost almost every version of batman including christopher nolan's version and i gotta say i think it was the dark the dark knight that feel that feel of that dark night i don't know how else to explain it but that feel of that is the same feel that i have for for this it's a very dark tone very serious tone very little time is there any comic relief it's just everything's all grayed out you know low-key she's a vigilante sometimes i don't know it just gave me that feel i'm not calling her batman okay i'm not calling her that but the way that that movie was directed i'm not saying it's the same thing but it just gave me that same gray tone feel i don't know how else to explain it maybe that makes no sense but it makes sense in my head so i hope it kind of makes sense but it just it i really liked it because when it was nighttime it worked so well because when there was night um shots where it was obviously they were outside at night and the moon was full oh beautiful beautiful like the scene where um mrs kong i'm gonna call mrs kong mrs kong catches (laughs) dong un um 
be uh, trying to get trying to steal trash because she's you know she's trying to get intel trying to get you know you know she's lurking she's trying to get her her stuff together um she catches her and they meet outside on the road and cherry blossoms are in full bloom and they're falling and it's like the you know it's nighttime oh that scene it's like a blue gray tone it's so beautiful i that really i think the moment that i saw that scene i was like oh yeah i'm binge watching this show like it was so beautiful such such a beautiful scene such a beautiful scene i gotta say i hope that makes sense i hope that makes sense i hope you guys yeah but yeah that drew me in right off the bat the young um actresses especially especially young moon dung moon dung especially her she really won my heart she really drew me in um who stood out to me as i was watching my first impressions okay i mean yeah like i said young moon dung okay song hey kyo so with her i haven't watched anything with her um so i don't i can't i don't really have anything to compare to i haven't seen anything with her i'm trying to think no i haven't i haven't seen it i think that's another reason why i wasn't really interested in watching it because i was like oh okay song okay cool it wasn't like I mean, I knew Lee Do Hyun was in it, so I was like, oh, maybe. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Either way, either way, I'm glad I watched it. But yeah, I was like, okay, Song Hye Kyo, I don't really watch anything from her. I mean, I don't, I've never heard anything bad about her. Um, but yeah, so with her, I just literally came, I think I came in, well, besides Lee Do Hyun. Lee Do Hyun and who else? Yeah, I think it was Lee Do Hyun and Yim Hyun. Besides them two, I completely came in just fresh. Just everything was new, new, new actors, new for me at least. I haven't seen anyone else in any other works, so I thought that was also that caught my attention. That was really refreshing for me. It was really like, oh, this is so exciting because I was seeing everyone and like everyone's so freaking good. It was. Everyone was good. I enjoyed everyone's performance. Everyone, okay? Um, obviously, you have your favorites, but either way, it was. I think that was very refreshing because I hadn't seen anyone in any other work, so it was really refreshing to see, and it was really exciting because I was like, oh my gosh, low-key, high-key, like, they're kind of good. <laughs> obviously, I knew Lee Do-hyun, like, he's amazing. He's always amazing. I freaking love him. But everyone else, like, everyone is carrying their weight, okay? Everyone is carrying their weight, and that was very, very exciting for me. So, that was my first, my first, my first impressions. But who really, really, really um, stood out to me was definitely Mrs. Kong, okay? I fell in love with her character. She was just... I don't know. She's just one of those type of people that you easily melt for because she obviously had a fire in her. She also was out for revenge. She wanted to take care of and, you know, keep her daughter safe, you know. But there was something about her that was just still so soft. And I thought that character was so important for Moon Dong Un. So, so important because 
when they first interact like fully fully interact in the car um so just in case you guys don't know mrs kong is enlist well okay so okay she uh, the way that she gets information from other people or the way she's kind of she's interesting okay because the way she's planning out her her revenge is obviously getting intel getting trying to get secrets trying to get like different information and one of the things she would do is go dig up people's trash because in korea they don't throw away papers without shredding which we all should do in general but she would get those papers from the people's trash trash bins and she would literally puzzle pieces puzzle piece them back together okay is how dedicated this woman was to this revenge okay so this lady mrs kong who was a housekeeper noticed her you know lurking around and because she's so desperate because she lives in an abusive home and this show is really interesting because it has different elements of it has different themes not just school bullying and i another thing that i enjoyed about this show so she she deals with um domestic violence and domestic abuse and her daughter as well so she's desperate and so she figures you know what i need help this person is lurking around she's planning something if she's ballsy enough to dig up trash then she's up to something and so maybe she can help me out so she gets the trash catches her and she says look you want this this right here you want me to keep your secret then help me kill my husband and so they make a deal and dongan enlists her help and so they become partners in crime and it's so adorable because <sighs> she's so soft she's a mom she's a mom she's such a, a sweet lady but at the same time she's like she's serious about this revenge you know she's serious about this this plan okay and she helps her a lot it's it's such a it's it's really it's cool because the dynamics between them two so obviously dongan has definitely just not that she lost her spark but she's trying to like keep focus on on this revenge and so when they first interact um and they're in a car that she gave to her so she can use to like drive around take pictures of um the bullies and stuff like that get more information you know lurk stalk them um while they're in that car she says something funny or she says something silly and she's like she's like i wish i didn't know that you were funny oh because she said she was like just because i am abused doesn't mean i'm not happy or i'm not a happy person or i'm not funny and dongan is like i wish i knew that because like i can't have that right now i need to focus on this and i'm scared not scared but i don't want to be distracted that was really interesting that she said that because yeah i could see how that could be a problem but um that was such a good scene there because yeah i feel like at one point they really needed each other you know like mrs kong really learned a lot from from dongung to actually take initiative to take the lead to learn how to drive to do things you know for herself and dongung really learned how to 
soften up to her not all the way and maybe not in a way where she hourly does it (laughs) but yeah she she's it's just it was good to see that someone was on her side because the entire time in her whole childhood you just it's just so devastating to see that everyone failed her the system failed her the school educators failed her her mom failed her you know when she went through everything and yeah like lo and behold what else is new not a surprise the police also failed her and so it was really it's good to have that character to be alongside her someone that didn't that didn't feel her that was on her side so love love that interaction so that really that really stood out to me Another character that stood out to me was Dr. Ju, which is our little Hyun. He is so... You know what I heard about him? His character, people called him Golden Retriever energy, something like that. Um, and I totally see that. <laughs> but what's interesting about him is that he also has um, stuff that he's hiding. And he's also seeking for revenge because his father, who was a doctor, um, was murdered by a serial killer. And not just that, but he was murdered because that because his dad was trying to save that serial killer. And the serial that that person um, was upset because he was worried more about uh, Dr. Drew, his son, than him. And so yeah, and uh, I'm not gonna go into detail because definitely you should see this. It's a, very very he's a he's an interesting character because he definitely keeps his cool but you could see there's moments where he's you know a little little on edge a little unhinged and that one that's what makes him an interesting character but i think another thing that i liked about his character was okay actually i'll share this later on i'll share this later on but yeah he definitely i actually really liked him at first i was like like "Mm, am i here for this romance but yeah actually yeah like definitely i definitely rooted for them i definitely 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 um rooted for him but yeah anyways i'll talk about that later okay so before I go into um, my personal take, which I, yeah, before I go into it, before I get all all deep on everyone, <laughs> um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the villains. Um, if you guys don't know the story, really quickly, um, I kind of briefly said it. So pretty much a high school student who dreams of being an architect one day gets severely bullied by a group of high school kids and two of those those kids are really rich and two of them are kind of like middle class or either poor or middle class and so they get she gets not only violently um harassed but also sexually harassed and before her there was another girl so before her was another girl and after her was another girl and so there's this um think was it Zoe? So her name was no not Zoe. So he. So he, sorry. So So he, Yoon So he 
was bullied before her and she ended up dying and they don't know why she died just that she fell off a building what we don't find out until like the middle towards the end is that our main girl saw when she was pushed off that building and was killed and by that time this this young girl she had moved high school because of the severe bullying and those bullies followed her to her high school to bully her more and she ended up falling off a building which in reality what we find out later is that she was actually pushed by the main girl um yinjin park yinjin and she lights her on fire and she pushes her and then what's even worse is that she finds out that she was actually pregnant because she was um, raped by i think it was jay jay june yeah that's how how bad these people were that's why i call them villains because <laughs> bullies and villains i mean come on come on like yeah it, it was that bad and so after she died who was next our our dungan and so she she goes through that so bad to the point where the only people the only person that actually was was able to stick stand up for her was a school nurse but even then because the power they held because of their parents they got her fired and not just that anyone like any of her friends they would also get bullied so she has no friends her mom okay her mom her mom yeah like neglected her abandoned her and just left her for them it's because yeah so the sad thing is she was trying to drop out and the and she put the reason i think what i really liked about this girl is that she just like was not she wouldn't hide like she wouldn't she said straight up like she didn't just run away she straight up said no i experienced school violence and even when the teacher was like you're gonna ruin us like take this off change it she's like no because it's literally what i went through and if it weren't for her mom because yeonjin's mother rich mom goes to dangan's mom and tell and gives her cash and says hey i can give you cash i can give you this money if you sign this paper which is completely different which is i couldn't handle the study so i dropped out something like that yeah she ends up selling her daughter and ends up leaving with that money and yeah Dongan is left alone she's 18 years old drops out gets starts working um at different jobs and she almost right when she almost um was it was going to end her life something clicked in her to where she was like you know what <sighs> i'm not going down like this i'm not going down like this she didn't say it like that <laughs> this is paraphrasing okay um i'm not going down like this that's it she's she's going down so she goes back to the high school sees the the bullies and she she tells him she tells her straight up you know what my she tells her like oh like you know i know your guys' dream like sarah you want to be an artist this person Cho Hyung wants to do this, this blah, blah, blah. wants to be whatever and parking jane you want to be married and have kids and me you know what my dream is you and they're like what it's like from now on you're it's my life is just gonna be you 
and they're like what and yeah then (sighs) revenge takes into play well not really she just starts pretty much working on it and she sacrificed everything she changed her dream of being an architect she goes back to get her GED goes to university she like she does everything she saves up money all just to execute this revenge to bring these people down and what's even more interesting okay about this story is that taking these people down these four people down meant taking every connection down i really like that that meant bringing down the mom bringing down anyone that didn't say anything that for not just her but for the girl who died so he anyone who just was just a a bystander anyone like they went down the only one that was kind of spared was um let's see no oh the the girl who was bullied after dongan because she ends up still working for them somehow like that's how bad like she still ends up working for them she ends up um oh gosh yeah and so yeah and so what's interesting was i was watching i finally watched the episode with stephanie c where she where she reviews this well she does a recap of this show and i think it was her fiance who says you know who the real villain is the mom and i cannot agree more yes the school bullies were just monsters okay definitely the people who helped them definitely even i don't know maybe worse or not but those who helped them those who did nothing and allowed them to do what they did definitely are in that category but with the mom she got out easy what happened to the mom she ends up okay well i won't get into that but the mom why because she was the one who was supposed to actually be there for her and stick up for her and she failed her she did not and not only did she fail her she abandoned her and not only did she abandon her, but she was willing to ruin her career just for money. Just for money. For the people, for the people that violently ruined her skin, okay? Because how they, um, what, she, this, what she suffered is that they used a curling iron on her skin, okay, to burn her and left her scars. Ay, 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 yeah, it's, it's rough. But you would think a mom would be like, you know what? I'm not going to help those that did that to my daughter. (sighs) Yeah. Nope. Not this one. (laughs) So I thought that was just an interesting. I thought it was an interesting take because I definitely agree. And I thought it was really interesting because um, I guess we're talking about my personal takes now. But um. I thought it was really interesting because so he who died mom did what Dongun's mom should have done and she she her mom was um mute she couldn't speak um 
she fought for her because they closed her case as i think suicide was it suicide i think they closed it as suicide and she knew it was it was murder so for years okay for years she fought for her she fought and she did not give up and i thought it was interesting that that was in front of dongun's face you know i don't know i just wanted to point that out i just wanted to point that out but anyways guys okay my personal take okay okay so i really like that it wasn't the soap opera steal your husband type of revenge because it actually did something else it actually showed yenjin's narcissism okay so like even though dong un yes she learned how to play go yes she was calculating and you know doing all what she you know executing her plan to meet mr ha but literally she had she didn't have to lift a finger like all she wanted was to go see with the ajashis and like play go with them that's all she had to do and win a game go she did not have to lift a finger or even show any interest in him but he like immediately was like who the hell is it and why don't i know her and why can i get her off my mind and why do i want to play go with her and why am i fascinated by her and why am i fascinated by the fact that she's beating me and why am i enjoying that and why this and why that she didn't have to do anything and it was great because it's i think it was like even worse even worse than taking her husband because she didn't have to lift a finger <laughs> she didn't have, yeah i thought it was just i thought that was brilliant the fact that she yeah because of how narcissistic yenjin is and how even from when she was young she was like oh to jay oh you think she's pretty or what like you know and so here comes her insecurity here comes her narcissism um that's what really made her lose her husband so i thought that was really good um when it came to that that storyline i really like that <laughs> another thing that i thought it was pretty um clever that they did was so jay so there's a story line here where again yanjin is a cheater so she and she cheats with one of the bullies groups one of the guys in in her group which is um which is the rich guy his name is jay jun and yeah they she turns out the baby girl that he she has um yesul uh yesul i feel like i'm betraying these names um she ends up it being his and yes mr ha finds out and he doesn't care he that's his daughter you know which is amazing because heg no was jake up. no no he's no like there's no way he's disgusting no so i'm glad that he took the lead on her and took her took her away and yeah left the left yenjin but that was really clever was it's not really um really really revealed but it's kind of hinted at that towards the end towards the end here's the thing about this show okay it's homegirl it's mrs dong-un literally pretty much playing a game of chess or i guess a game of go and everyone is part of, is a piece and i don't she's not even moving anything other people are moving the pieces for her 
and she's watching everything played out and pretty much that's what's happening as you're watching you're watching everything being played out she does the gameplay people move the pieces for her or they move themselves and it all just falls through and you see it all just crack and fall and just the whole plan just flow through it's it's very interesting how how it's played out it's actually it's definitely predictable but it's just interesting to see how it's done and how it's played out it's really interesting so that's what kept me going even though it's like yeah i know kind of predictable but again so 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 interesting how even when it came to mrs kong's husband didn't have to lift a finger didn't even have to lift a finger what she used was people's just every their sins pretty much everything that made them horrific people she used that against them against themselves so yeah like their fears so for example from mrs kong's husband they didn't have to lift a finger in order to execute his death okay they pretty much used other people to have him killed and not even by them doing anything it's just by his greed okay i'm just gonna leave it at that y'all need to watch it i'm not gonna spoil that part because it's really interesting so but with mr ha and jay okay because obviously once jay found out that's the real daughter he tries to find out different ways to get custody all that stuff well the person and it's hinted it's not really fully revealed but it's hinted that mr ha is the one that kills jay the scene was ugh, i mean definitely morbid but thought it was an artistic artistic scene okay so the ending i thought it was such a great way to end because it almost was like a reset type of thing where it's like here we go again now we're gonna execute your plan of revenge for this person for this for this uh, serial killer that killed your father and it all pretty much reset all over again so now it's for him and now and then at the end they enlist mrs kong again and it's just like all over again and there you go and it's funny because when i saw the ending and i saw them two um side by side i was like Ugh. it's like batman and catwoman vigilante i'm i don't know why i'm bringing up batman today i don't know why it just gave me that feel i don't know what it was i don't know maybe i'm tripping out but i was like okay like we're okay 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 we're, we're doing this we're doing this like they're this is their thing this is their thing they're out for justice and they're vigilantes and here we go <laughs> um so i thought it was really i thought it was a good ending i thought it was good i love that she ended up with um dr jew and here's why okay and i'm gonna end it with this i liked it because she was sorry he was i think and i could be tripping i could be wrong this could be me <laughs> but this is my take okay i think that he was important because he was a representative of what she should have had he was a representative of what her mom should have been and what those who should have taken responsibility should have been you know and i liked that a lot that she had that you know what i mean and 
even towards the end when she meets that nurse again i thought that was i thought that was good because even she was like you know what i was rooted for you even though we never saw each other again i was always hoping i was always hoping for you and i'm rooting for you and i don't know if you guys watched our beloved summer but there's this one scene where um she's looking at her friend and she realizes because the main girl is um her parents had died and so she's living with her grandma and so obviously she's deals with a lot of you know abandonment not abandonment but just like she always feels like she's alone and she goes through things alone and her her grandma the only family member that she has has health issues and everything and so this moment where she realizes that she was never alone she had her best friend who's always there always bugging her always checking up on her with her in the hospital always with her and those moments they just melt my heart they tug at my heart but that moment was like wow i was never alone and i think for me that's dr ju like she was never alone and the nurse like even if she literally everyone felt her she was never truly alone and i think that is i don't know i think that was even more of a victory than the villains all going down am i being too preachy too too uh (laughs) sappy maybe but i feel like for me at least for me it's like that is the victory right there the fact that she realizes or she recognizes or she has an epiphany like i was never alone you know i was never alone and i feel like dr ju like i said was a, a representative of what other people should have been in her life you know because he was so caring and he was definitely caring physically and being for and and being there for her but she he also gave her her space when she needed it because obviously she was like even though she's a strong woman she's definitely still kind of delicate when it comes to different things that trigger her and you know because she she went through a lot and so he gave her her space you know and she approached gently but was there and was not giving up you know and was not phased by anything and she needed that she needed someone like that and i i love that i love that it ends that way i loved it (laughs) um but yeah she was never alone and and yeah so i love that love that a lot but yeah guys that is my overall take on this show it's a bingeable show it is definitely recommendable i recommend this show it is for it's not it's not for the faint of heart for sure um there's some very very sensitive topics they touch and themes um triggering themes as well but it it's a really good show it's um like i said definitely easy it's an easy watch Uh, okay hold on not an easy watch but you can definitely watch through them really easily like you're like okay like what just four i just four episodes just passed what happened (laughs) um and yeah i think it's really it was really good i i'm glad that i watched it let me know what you guys think i um i i think it was really overall i thought it was like definitely more not not it was like 
a game of chess. Okay, it's a huge game of chess. Maybe it's a huge game of Go. I don't know, because I've never played Go before. But it was that type of show. And it was very, yeah, it's it was really good. I liked it a lot. Visually speaking, liked it a lot. Performance-wise, everyone was great. I have no complaints about that. Um, if I had any complaints about it, I would have to say... Hmm. I don't think I have any complaints. <laughs> I don't think I have any complaints. I think the themes were really good. Um, I think, honestly, I know people really raved about like the villains and how great they were in the performance. And yeah, like for sure they had great performances. But for me, like I do like like things that go out with a bang. But I also like subtle moments and subtle scenes. And ugh, there was so many good dialogue within the show as well. It was not the, the subtle moments were so important. Those subtle sudden beats were so so important. They did a really good job with that. Um, there's this because um, <laughs> okay, I know obviously as you guys know by now, Lizo Hyun is dating um, Yenjin's uh, what's her real name? Uh, Lim Dion. Okay, so them two are dating. Congratulations. <laughs> so those are two are dating. Um, which is very interesting because they had a scene together outside of the funeral home and it was a really good scene. It's such a good scene and it's not even big. It's just she, she gets caught by him trying to find a piece of evidence and they're outside and it's raining and the gates are locked. And then she's like looking at the gates and he's like, he's like, I'm not holding you like against you, anything you can walk out. Like those are fake. And, like, they just have this, and it's not even an intense moment, but it's just just a really good scene. It's a really good scene, really good dialogue, really good back and forth. I really love that scene. Uh, Check it out, and you'll know what I mean. Like, they have a really good dialogue back and forth. He's, like, kind of taunting her, and she's already kind of on the edge. She's already getting unhinged already. So it's really, um, it's such a good scene. But, yeah, performances, Lee Do-hyun, like, I love him so much. He's so... He's... I love him. I love him. And I'm gonna talk about him again because my next episode is on Hotel de Luna. So stick around for that. Um, the next episode. But yeah, he was amazing. Song Hye Kyo. For the first time that I've seen her, I actually really... I really enjoyed her. She... She really executed, again, subtle moments really, really, really well. Like, I did not need huge acting or i didn't need a big bang in this show everything was very subtle like micro acting i don't know if that makes sense micro expression all that stuff was very important for this type of show very very important and i think she did a great job of it our villains really great but i feel like a lot of people really um just loved the way that the villains were portrayed and the acting and stuff and don't get me wrong that's really good but i think for me what stood out more was like not the villains performance but the outcome of not even the villains going down i was like yeah i know they're gonna get down but just like for example the fact that dongan avenged so he you know, and the fact that she avenged Young Dongun, you know what I mean, and the fact that 
the little stuff like um the fact that yen jin she didn't get her husband stolen like and like, <laughs> dongan didn't even have to lift that much of thing obviously she worked hard through the years but once it was being played out she didn't have barely she barely had to lift a finger she just let them be themselves okay and just yeah yeah and so i think for me was like <laughs> was just the the just those victories of like of even the police officer who was like you know what um this case is closed you know when he was like he knew that she was kind of playing out the the puzzle pieces the playing out all the pieces together he knew but he was like you know what this case is closed and yeah she just gets away with anything (laughs) she just yeah she just walks away free and i feel like yeah it was just so it was good it was good it was really good i think that really caught more of my attention like um yeah but i don't know guys let me know what you guys thought of the show but to me it was more like you know what young and dongan like you were never alone there was always someone even the the her what is the um her landlord landlady which they had yeah even her was there for her yeah like the whole time through her journey there was always someone i just love that so if you if i could go stay with anything was the fact that though she was like you know what i'm at this alone she was never alone and the victory again the glory of this all is that like she finally realizes you know what we're not alone so i hope that makes sense and i hope you enjoyed today's episode this is more more serious more yeah we're chit-chatting more talking deep about these themes and stuff like that but let me know what you guys thought of the show if you guys have a different take on it anything that i missed anything that didn't point out um let me know i'm really interested in what you guys have to say about this show um i loved it and i recommend if you guys are wondering so check it out it's on netflix still part one and part two check it out if you haven't seen it let me know what you guys think of it and um i hope to catch up with you guys in the next episode doing a rewatch of my one of my favorite shows and starting it off with hotel de luna and then i'm doing a whole a whole other episode a new episode coming out with all the dramas that i've been watching and just kind of catching up with that but hope you guys stick around thank you guys for being patient with me i appreciate it but i hope i hope i hope you enjoy yourself your cup of coffee your day um this episode and chit chat with me on instagram guys keep sticking around there's more to come and um yeah i can't wait to catch up with you guys later so i hope you guys have a great day if you guys are at work if you guys are driving drive safe if you guys are students you guys are you guys got this so we all got this and i don't know who wants to hear this i know this is a k-drama fangirl account but if you guys are listening to this you guys are never alone there's always someone someone that you there's someone 
that either that's praying for you or looking over you, looking for you. There's someone that we might overlook because we are too busy watching other people that we want to be in our life walk away. But there's always someone. You guys are never alone, okay? I don't know who has to hear that. I don't know who has to hear that. I know that's random, but I hope you guys, I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful time and enjoy this episode and catch you guys soon. You got this. We all got this. And thank you so much for joining me on the K-Drama Cafe podcast.